0: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile.
1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and uh, thriving is what this show has been about since day one. We are thrilled, absolutely jumping up and down about the promise of 2011. And we're going to talk a little bit about that promise today. But the question always shows up for me, you know, what is it that you're promising for yourself? You know, what is it that you're going to be able to take on that's going to change your life? You know, everybody talks about changing the government, changing the economy, changing the outside world. The question then becomes... What are you going to do to change yourself to begin to make that transformation that you've always wanted? One of the things I've loved is learning that sometimes a little bit of knowledge goes a long way. And today's show is about that. But as a matter of fact, it's more about a lot of knowledge going a long way because I have an incredible guest joining me here today on the show. If you've not heard of his book, Jobonomics, then you probably have gotten wind of some of the ideas that he has put into play. Today, you're going to get to meet Chuck. And what I mean by that is the author of this book, Chuck Vollmer. The book is Jobonomics, A Plan for America. We're going to cover a lot of territory and find out what was it about the turn of events that got, uh, I call him Chuck, that got Chuck moving in the director in the direction of educating, informing, and creating transformative change for all of us. He is the founder and president, um, and you'll find out what this is, of a strategic planning company. But more importantly, he is the author of the book Jobonomics. Now, many of you have heard the word job here recently in the press and in the media. Uh, And that was before the holidays when people were talking about this new classification of people called the 99ers. Now, if you don't know what that means, what that means is that there is a group of people out there that just didn't make the cut in terms of unemployment benefits. But how does it all fit in? What does it mean to actually be empowered about your life? Well, this is what we're talking about today because it's a call to action campaign. It's a call-to-action campaign to create 20 million new U.S. private uh, sector jobs by 2020. This is the book that lays the plan out, but this is the man that has helped create some insight for all of us. Chuck, thank you for joining me here today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Bett. So, you know, I kind of want to start in a strange place, but not so strange. I want to start with this idea of 99ers. And I I know it may be kind of uh, different than you've probably started many interviews, but I do want to start with a conversation about this because there was a lot of energy around this before the holidays, Um, the unemployment extensions, what that meant for people. And now there's very little about it, but yet there is a group of people, some people say millions of them, that are scratching their heads and so I was really struck by getting ready to talk with you and listening to what is now become a whisper about millions of people being unemployed and I wanted to ask you how do the unemployed fit in to today's conversation?
2: The uh, they they're they're central the, the uh, we look at not only the unemployed but the employed uh, looking at the unemployed numbers is like a, looking at a glass half full. Right. Uh, or half empty. And uh, looking at the employment is, is the, uh, is the opposite looking at it half full. So let's stick with the unemployment right now. The, uh, the, the 99ers are, are essentially the, the long-term unemployed. And uh, we keep pushing the, uh, you know, the, uh, the benefits, uh, further and further and further. Uh, unemployment benefits to, uh, to 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 give them. Uh, well, that's that's good. I think most of these people, relevant for handouts, they're looking for hand ups. So, if we wanted to put a little finer point on it uh, to understand the unemployment side, and again, we emphasize employment over unemployment, but uh, yep. the, the, the opposite sides of the same coin. Yep. Uh We talk about nine point eight unemployment. And, uh, that number comes from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And, uh, there really are, it's called the U3 category. And, uh, that's the official unemployment rate, U3. Well, the, the Bureau also has other categories. They have U1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. U1 is the long-term unemployment. And that's 15 weeks or over. Now, you're talking about 99ers. These are 99 weeks. And over. The, the U1 category is at the highest it's been since World War Two. It's at 5.8%. But that's even a kind of a fictitious number because, uh, that just counts the people that are in the labor force. Uh, there is, uh, there are about 90, 72 million according to our calculations that are just outside the labor force now. So mm-hmm. the, the numbers are just huge. So, you can make the number whatever you want. The, uh, the, the U1 category is 5.8%. The, uh, the U3, the official employment rate is 9.8%. The total employed number is 17%. But the actually total employed number, if you start counting on these people that are just off the grids, are somewhere between 25 and
1: 30%. So, the reason I bring this up is because, uh, you know, like many of the people we're talking about right now, um, you know, I found myself unemployed at a very different time in my life. I mean, I was five years away from, quote, a pension in a very conventional, uh, job, uh, structure that no longer exists anymore, Chuck, <laughs> just to mention. <laughs> but. You're, you're exactly right. The paradigm. Yeah, I just got. It
2: I just got off the phone about a half an hour with some people in Detroit,
3: mm-hmm. and,
2: uh, they were asking about the, uh, the joblessness in Detroit. And they said, uh, three out of four out of the inner kid, uh, city kids in Detroit, uh, uh, not even graduate from uh, high school. And what's Jobonomics' uh, position on that? And our position is why should they? Uh, you know, without jobs, they're gonna go to the, the prevailing industries of drugs and crime. So our position is we need to create an environment for these these kids that are dropping out of school, and they're not necessarily dumb kids, they just without opportunities create those opportunities, and we see uh, jobonomics boot camps to be able to take uh, these these younger kids, and within a weekend we can create a, a company for them, and many of these kids have uh, PDAs or or cell phones that operate as computers or offices, and we can create businesses in direct sales or in marketing or in some type of form to, to give these jobs. And the idea is, is the paradigm has shifted, as you said. Uh, we used to go to school to get a degree to get a good job, even in the in the burbs where uh, the more affluents are, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, in 2001 there were 1.2 applicants for every job. Today there are 6.2 applicants for every job. So the whole idea of going to get an education to get a job is 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 immensely harder, even for the rich kids, the poor kids, uh, you know, or harder. So this whole idea of how you handle unemployment. It's not by giving them uh, 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 handouts. What we need to give them is, is the ability to create businesses.
1: Okay, this is really good. I love talking about this, and that's why I'm so thrilled to have you on here, Chuck. And I, I know you must do a gazillion interviews, talk to, you know, people all over the world about this. Um, I got a number of questions to, to ask you, uh, given that you were going to be on the show today. A lot of people are at work. They can't call into the show One of the questions that came in uh, based on, you know, the newsletter we put out announcing you on the show was uh, love the book, love what Chuck has to say, uh, and they wanted to know what you felt about the over 50 group. Now, I don't know if we have a term. I don't know if we have like a 99 or term for those folks. But one of the questions that came through, Chuck, was about the elderly. And I don't even like to call over 50 elderly because I didn't, actually get creative until I was past 50, but what they're saying is that the world of employment has been customized for the young, and I want to know if that's true or not.
2: Well, I think that uh, in a in a very depressed economic environment, and we're, we're seeing uh, some shadows of our futures in uh, in Europe now, where they're uh-huh. implementing governments or uh, oh, right. implementing austerity plans what what eventually happens when you don't uh have enough money to pay all the entitlements or the uh, the unemployment or those types of things is that it, it's kind of like the old days in the eskimos they put grandma and grandpa out on gave them a nice meal and sent them out on the iceberg uh, it, it it becomes a, a distribution of where you put your, your your money do you put it into the old and the lame or the the young and the upcoming and and, and that is getting, that harsh reality is, 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 is starting to face us as these wave of baby boomers now are 10,000 baby boomers a month starting this month are, are right. entering, uh, ending the, uh, the post 65 in, in an era where, uh, many of the boomers uh, relied on their 401Ks and their home equity values, which were largely wiped out in the recession. And to make it worse, those boomers, to a large degree, didn't get back in the stock market because they were afraid. And so they're in, in pretty uh, you know, tough straits. Uh, consequently, what's happening is that less baby boomers are able to retire Comfortably are going to have to stay in the workforce. Now, having said that, what uh, you know, what's, what's going to happen is that we in Jobonomics we have a number of initiatives that that uh, that that recognize both the young and the old, and particularly for the for the other, we have uh, uh, initiatives. Uh, one of our primary initiatives is called the Direct Care Initiative. Mm-hmm. And direct care means health care, elder care, uh, day care, long care, I don't care what it is, but it mainly is to service in-home recipients, especially the, the boomers are going to require more, uh, assistance in there, by, uh, new businesses that are largely home-based, self-employed businesses. And uh we've gotten a lot of interest from uh a number of communities and one of the international communities, Madrid, wants us to come over and talk about it because they see a threefold uh benefit. One is to the to the elderly that uh in home care be starting new self employed businesses through uh uh for a call center and, and telecommunity to take care of those. And then also the third area that the uh the people in Spain really like is that it alleviates the pressure on the government, not only it creates new tax revenue for the new businesses we start, but it will also decrease the amount of government support is needed because these, uh, these elderly are being cared for.
1: Well, and, you know, this is why I, I was so thrilled to bring you on. I mean, you know, I started the show talking about m- what a lot of people um, are not talking about anymore. And from this point on, Chuck, you and I are going to talk about you know the the glass half full, meaning we're going to talk about what jobonomics really stands for. What is the focus? Uh, is it is it is the focus on wealth and revenue creation? You bet it is. When we come back from break, my very special guest, the author of Jobonomics, uh, Chuck Fulmer, and I, we're going to talk about what the tenets are of jobonomics. But more importantly, you know, what is it that you all listening to the show? What can you learn? What can you do? What can you share with people that are out there at a grassroots level? Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Are you tired of hanging on to things in your life that hold you back? Get ready to reclaim your fearless nature with Annette Bingham. Annette has been a catalyst for helping people achieve maximum results. Known for her breakthrough approaches, she will assist you to unleash your true power. Her unique distance healing techniques have been empowering people globally. Get ready for a life-changing event to step into your fearless nature. For more information, visit AnnetteBingham.com or call 432-770-4062.
3: visit iiqtc.org empower yourself empower others visit iiqtc.org for more information on my body practice iiqtc.org how would you like increased health and vitality would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues how would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process would you like relief from allergy weight and digestive issues This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA.
4: Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness – I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com.
3: I'm Don Brecky. I chose two years ago to get on the Take Shape for Life program. I've lost 30 pounds and kept it off over two years. I have more energy. I get out of bed without backaches. Been a life changer.
2: I am Del Gardner. With the Take Shape for Life program, me and my wife lost 90 pounds together, and that was two years ago, and we feel great.
5: Get healthy with the Take Shape for Life program. Get clinically tested products from Metafast and support from a free certified health coach. Visit SimpleToLose.com to learn more. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount.
4: Today's tip is brought to you by David Emerald, author of The Power of Ted. Call a timeout every now and then. Set your watch to remind yourself every two hours to take a look at your intentions and actions. Have you been focusing on reacting to problems or creating outcomes? Have you been responding from the victim role of the drama triangle or the creator role of the empowerment dynamic? Take time out to review your intentions and choices. Making sure that you are, indeed, focused on creating the outcomes you want in your life. That is the way of a creator. Here's to the creator in you.
0: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Yeah, I got to tell you, everybody, I'm really thrilled to have Chuck uh, Volmer joining me here today. The book is Job Anomics. And what I want to say about it is that not only is this book jam-packed with information that all of us need to have about how to create a thriving life, and I say that because what I learned growing up in the workplace is old school. If you even even know that term in our pop culture, it's old school. So how does one relearn? And how do you know you're going in the right direction? Well, that's what Chuck put together. He put together a, a blueprint, uh, so to speak, that really requires all of us to get on board. So if the focus is going to be on job, wealth, and revenue creation, how many of you want to be part of that? That's what today's show is about. Chuck, thank you for joining us here today. Let's talk about this job, wealth, and revenue creation. Even when you go to school and you have as much education as I have, no one taught me or or had a class offering on job, wealth, and revenue creation like that. So I want to talk with you about this. This is a grassroots movement, isn't it? Hey there, did you did you, are you there? Chuck? I
2: missed your question. Go ahead, say it again.
1: Yeah, what I was asking is, you know, focus now is on job, wealth, and revenue creation. So here's the question, you know, what do people have to know? I certainly didn't take a course in the six years of higher education that I had that says, you know, what I want to talk to you about revenue creation. I took a lot of courses that were about revenue creation for my corporation. So it, this is really a grassroots movement, isn't it?
2: Yes it is. Uh, we see uh you know as a, an alternative to or a complement to the to the Tea Party movement uh, depending right. on whether your your view is mm-hmm. the Tea Party movement is about uh cutting uh, government is cutting spending which I think is is absolutely necessary. uh from uh, the viewpoint of our national debt just went through 14 trillion and so we we can't keep on keep on spending. Now the question is is that can you cut an environment where the need is so great? Uh, you know, there were 300 million welfare and employment checks that were put out last year. 51 million took Social Security, 45 took Medicaid, 59 took Medicaid. There's 40 million a month that take, uh, 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 food stamps and that and not including the, uh, so the, the, the need is, is, is so great it's going to be difficult to, to cut. And you said, talked about the 99ers. We extended it because the need was so great. So if you can't cut, we think growing, and we pick the number 20 million, 20 by 20, 20 million new private sector jobs by 2020, and we break that into four categories. The biggest category, which is 50% of all the thing, is in is small and self-employed businesses. The other three categories that, that are split, the other 10 million equally, are the large business, foreign-owned business, and the energy technology revolution. So I'd be happy to talk about all four of those components. Yes,
1: I would love. I want to talk about them because I think they're essential for people to begin to understand. You know what I'm saying, Chuck?
2: Yeah, I think the first thing, as as a prelude, uh, we talk about in the book about three economic scenarios: a V-shaped scenario where the economy bounces back, a W, a W dip, double dip recession, and an L that we don't recover, like Japan has been in the last 20 years. is just in declining economy. I think the book makes a pretty good case that you could have an equal, uh, equal emphasis on each of the scenarios, the good, bad, and the ugly. Which means there's a 70% chance that, uh, that we might not have a, the good scenario. And, and I think that's crucial because a lot of people are, are just kind of burying their head in the sand saying, hey look, things are going to come back, the stimuli is going to work, uh, the, uh, Corporations are going to start hiring, and 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 if you believe, if you take the V shape positive good scenario, if that's your basis, then then you'll do nothing. You'll believe mm-hmm. in the the old school, go to school to get a degree, to get a good job, uh, just wait, uh, and and, uh, and 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 things will be better. If if that's your view, then then uh, then, then God bless you. I hope that that's going to uh, going to happen. But if the other two events happen, the W or the L, which can be triggered by numerous things, uh, the number of things that could trigger could be internal events like a, a second real estate uh, crisis, an energy crisis, a bankruptcy of a state or I mean, a major municipality. Or external type of uh, events like uh, war in the Middle East, a nuclear bomb going off in North Korea, you know any of these types of uh, of, of activities uh, that that could cause uh, the W or the L. So what we say in jobonomics is is uh, we we see jobonomics as kind of an insurance policy. If the economy does recover, then we add these 20 million new jobs and we're in really good shape. If we do go into a double-dip recession or something of that nature, then then it's an insurance policy.
1: Yeah, and this is really building uh, a, a multi-level foundation, so to speak. You know, it's, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't mind, Chuck. No. You know, the old idea of jobs – was a one-level, let's call it unidimensional perspective um, of, of how this is going to work. And at least, let's just talk about from the 50s on. You know, there was a there was an idea that you work really hard for a company, 30 years, let's say, uh, you retire from that company and the company pays you back. That, that model was pretty much an expectation of millions and millions of people for a really long time. That model goes away whether you like it or not, and now it's replaced with multidimensional aspects of how we define career. And I think that's what you're referring to. This is not a one-size-fits-all anymore.
2: Absolutely. In the old days, my terms is it used to be a relational model. If you right. had a relationship with a company, a company would take you. If you had a relationship with an educational institution, a named educational, then the goods then, uh, would, would flow uh today that is no longer true it's it's a transactional model everything is is a, trax- a transaction what have you done for me lately our whole life is built around it uh and the millennialist and uh, the millennial generation the xer generation understand that uh, you know they they understand that uh, that is his instant is 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 what's what's happening now is is where it is And so I think we're moving in that direction. That's why we emphasize small and self-employed businesses. So if you mind, we we jump into those initiatives? I I
1: want to jump into them because I don't know. um, um, One of the things that I want to talk to you about is, you know, what local, let's call it state governments need to do to help these small businesses. I live in the state of Washington, and I'm sure you know about the state of Washington. We have probably a higher proportion of small businesses than most. I moved from the state of New Jersey that had a huge amount of corporate businesses. And so the question then becomes, what is it in the jobonomics model, what can we look at to redefine small business, and what do small business owners, starters, entrepreneurs need to learn?
2: Okay, again, to say the $20 million is half of it is a small and self-employed business. The other half yeah. is large, far known in the energy. Just sticking with the right. uh, small, yep. uh, there are, right now, uh, there are only 18,000 large businesses in the United States, and they're not hiring, nor really are the banks lending. Uh, but they're all doing well. The banks are doing well, and the corporations are doing. As a matter of fact, in the Fortune 500, 42% of their profits last year came with uh, financial services buying, trading, uh, acquiring and they're not hiring. So, there's 18,000 small business. there's 6 million uh, 18,000 large businesses, 6 million small businesses and 22 million self-employed businesses. So, the bulk of the growth uh is is in the small business. Mm-hmm. The uh, last month, 88% of all new jobs were in small businesses below 499 people. So small business is where we need to look at. And we have, in the small business, self-employed business, we have five major initiatives. Those five major initiatives are community-based incubators, women-owned businesses, direct care initiative, uh, a Rio, a real estate-owned property initiative, and a business ministry initiative. And uh, the top two that we are really focusing on right now, since we've only been published for, since September or four months, is our business incubators and the women-owned businesses. In which one would you like me to
1: start with? Oh, I would like to start with the women-owned businesses. Sure. Because I, and I don't, have the, I don't have the direct information, but I know this is one of the fastest-growing uh, groups in terms of businesses. Someone said to me the other day, it's also the fastest-growing group of failed businesses and so I'd love for you to comment on that.
2: We see the decade of the uh, the tens as mm-hmm. the decade of women-owned businesses. All right, and uh, and the re- the reasons are, are the multi First of all, uh, there are more women available in the workforce. Most of the jobs that are going to be available are more maternalistic than paternalistic. A lot of the paternalistic jobs in manufacturing and construction, they're not going to come back in the near term. Eventually they will, but not in the near term. So they're more about. there are more of a – there are more – the traditional family that is a male a head of household doesn't exist anymore. I mean, even in some of the uh, some of the latest reports, some of the most traditional uh, counties and states are only 30% of the households are, are traditional families. In the inner cities, less than 10%. Or or male dominated, they're women dominated households. So we not only have the uh, the availability, uh, the 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 need, uh, we have uh, also the drive. The the uh, women, you know, are are more motivated right now because of of necessity to get in. Now, when we say women own business, there's women in business and Mm -hmm. women own business, and we're emphasizing women own businesses. Right. In the United States, there are 10.1 women-owned businesses. 90% of them are self-employed. If we could just double, we got one employee for each women-owned business in the United States in the next decade, uh, then I think we'd get 10 million jobs just right there. Yeah. Now, now yeah. how to do that is, is a different issue. When we look at, especially if they're gonna double this number of self-employed, go from mm-hmm. nine to 18 self-employed businesses, we see uh, a number of things in, uh, in, in, in direct sales-related type of businesses. Uh, we see uh, services businesses. And that's where a thing like our direct care initiative comes in.
1: Well, I mean, let's take a short break because we've got lots to talk about with this. For those of you tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show, I want to just let you know, very special guest, Chuck Bulmer, joining me here today. The book is Job Anonymous, A Plan for America. There's so much Uh, that uh, Chuck covers. I want to make sure that you all have the website so you could find out more. And we're going to tackle this creation of revenue and wealth. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you living an inspired
4: life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to
1: Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners.
4: To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life.
3: Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there?
4: Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based resveratrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today.
0: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basilli. Welcome
1: back. Welcome back to the show. I I just want to mention to everybody out there that, um, you know, there's lots of information that Chuck has put together. It's more than a book, and I want to encourage all of you to check it out. First of all, the book is called "Jobonomics: America's Return to Economic Prosperity. So I want to really be clear about this. Um, From my opinion, this is a book about all of us. It doesn't matter if you're sitting there and you're wondering when you're going to get your next job. This is a book that has really laid out a construct, an idea of of taking action and becoming empowered about your lives. And that's what I want to say to you. And it's more than a book. If you go to the website, jobonomics.com, check it out. You can become a member. There are lots of information, articles. You can meet Chuck up close and personal. And today, we're I, I'm only able to really scratch the surface on what this proposition is about. But it reminds me of when my dad was growing up and my, my family was growing up and they had come to this country and there was no question in their minds about what it meant for them to be creative about earning money here, creating a life path taking care of the family and that level of creativity i believe is what all of us uh really need to find chuck thank you for joining us here today i know i made a little stretch here talking about my family coming up you know coming yeah, over from italy but that my dad and my and my grandfather would talk about this you know they came over here basically with n- they say with nothing but that's not true they came over here with some skill they they knew how to make, you know, the most incredible wines. They had something from the old country, and they took what they had and they created in this country what was called a business. They were early entrepreneurs, and they had to depend on their own creativity and to emerge. Are we really looking at that now? Is this a call for people to get creative? And then the next part of the question is, is there enough information being provided so that we can be successful
2: well we were at uh, finished the last segment talking about <clears throat> initiatives and we talked about the imperative for women owned businesses and uh, we talked about the uh, community based business incubators and the uh, community based incubator might might provide some concrete examples we have uh, five communities <clears throat> in the last 3 months that have come on board and we've had uh, harlem and uh, we have uh, Orlando, uh, Honolulu, uh, Central Pennsylvania, and uh, in Southbridge, Massachusetts. Each of these communities wanted to do something different. Let me just talk about two or three of them. The first one out of the box was Harlem. It was led it's being led, Jobonomics Harlem, by uh, Michael Faulkner. He ran uh, for Congress. He uh, ran against, uh, he's an African-American uh, Baptist minister, NFL jet football, former NFL jet football player. He ran against Charlie Rangel, lost, but he's got the Jobonomics uh, uh, Center in uh, Harlem uh, underway, and uh, we've gotten him a $20 million micro-business loan uh, for micro businesses, and we have uh, we're arranging for uh, four charter schools. We had that available, but the state decided they didn't want to do the charter school thing. But to, to give you an example of the, for a lot of reasons, of the types of things. Now, Jobonomics Harlem was for the inner city, and uh, when I asked Michael, I said, "Why, why Harlem and Jobonomics?" and he said, uh, "My constituents have a lot of hustle." To live in Harlem, especially in the inner city Harlem, these people, and your whole idea of creating micro-businesses uh, and, and getting somebody through a Jobonomics boot camp up and running, getting his, getting his EIN number, his employer identification number, and back with a micro-business loan and providing the coaching, that they can, they can start their own business it appeals to my people that have a lot of hustle. So that's kind of one example of, of one of the incubators that are taking place.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the one in, uh, central Pennsylvania, the group of people came to us and said, hey, we have this old, uh, manufacturing plant and that they had, it's a 500,000 square foot plant and it was owned by the Brits and the Brits, uh, weren't making a go of it and the state of Pennsylvania made, uh, made them clean it up. And the next stage is to demolish it, but we've got two or three programs that we want to put into it. One is a metals uh, operation. One is an e-waste facility. Another is a water type of initiative taking advantage of the natural spring water that's involved with the plant. So we uh, put together uh, a plan of the job economics. We've got uh, some congressional support, but we're looking for private sector. So we're working with the private sector to raise $100 million worth of capital to, to put this plant, these four programs, in. We've got a turnkey operation that work with the Germans to do e-waste and, and get it started. And then the state of Pennsylvania came in and said, hey, how can we help? And so they're looking at putting a $20 million bond. And if states and municipalities can put out bonds for schools and roads, they can do it for, for, uh, for business incubation. The one in Honolulu is more wrapped around real estate, but each of these communities uh, is where it really hits because the communities in the states are the ones that will really go out and hustle for jobs. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So having said that, these communities are very interested in community-based business incubators, and a community-based business incubator is designed around helping people start their own businesses.
3: Yeah, now, I love if this. I can get
2: a thousand people to say that they're interested, only about a hundred or maybe only fifty will end up being able to do it. But if I could take those that due diligence process and take that thousand and narrow it down to the fifty, I can bundle those fifty in the same way that mortgage backed securities are bundled or mutual funds are borrowed and I can go to the investment communities that are not interested in micro business, but if I got fifty of these and I can go with them with a A twenty, fifty, hundred million dollar deal where they're bundled and underwritten by the state or the municipality in some way. Whether it's a bond or whether it's some tax breaks or that type of thing. Now I've got a a way of funding those businesses. And for the nine hundred and fifty other ones that didn't make the cut, it's those fifty that will hire those guys and creating the social networks uh, that entrepreneurs beget more entrepreneurs, and the successful ones hire the ones that uh, that uh, the, they've got the juice to to, to go on.
1: I well, love what you're talking about. Let stop
2: there and let about. you uh, jump in. And
1: uh... well, I love what you're talking about because you know, I mean, I I, I am so grateful that you're talking about this like this because. You know, I'm sitting here today in probably one of the most unlikely career paths that people, my friends and families, family would look at for me. But the juiciness that you talk about, that idea of being able to get behind something, to be able to create a, a career pathway that's about thriving, that is really the B12 shot that we're talking about here. And when we come back from break, Chuck, I want to continue this conversation because this is what's exciting. And you nailed it. I mean, the people that perhaps don't get to start their own business or don't start it for whatever way, they are fired up and they want to be part of something that is inspirational. Chuck Vollmer joining us here today. Jobonomics is the book, but it's more than that. It's a movement. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can get involved, how you can get fired up. And boy, are you ready to start something like this? How about an incubator? You ready to jump on? Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
5: Sign up for the weekly newsletter to get advance notice of guests, events, and special offers. Visit thedrpatshow.com and get ready to live life all out.
3: How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day, we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness.
4: Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at Mary dot com or call four two five three nine two zero six five nine. Visit Mary JaneMack dot com.
1: Transformation talk radio dot com TransformationTalkRadio.com, transforming the world one listener at a time.
0: Hi, I'm Brenda Ball.
3: And I'm Tony Ball, and we've been married for over 25 years. In that time, we found ourselves putting on a pound or two per year, and next thing you knew, we are 30, 40 pounds overweight.
0: That's when we
4: made the choice to get on that Take Shape for Life program. After being married for 25 years and struggling with weight that whole time, I'm actually now two sizes smaller than my wedding dress.
5: With the Take Shape for Life program, you can lose those extra pounds. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details.
4: this begins
0: welcome back to the dr pat show with dr pat bacilli if you have a question or comment call us toll free at 866-472-5788 now back to the program here's dr pat Basili. welcome back
1: everyone welcome back to the show hey if you have missed any part of today's show you're going to want to sit down and listen to the whole thing go to the drpatshow.com or drpatlive.com and check it out. But more importantly, you know, Chuck Bollmer and, and boy, thanks, Chuck, for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule. You know, he is on to something. The book Jobonomics, A Plan for America, is really about, as he says, it's about America's return to economic prosperity. It's also America's return to independence, self-sufficiency, pride. You know, it's, it's a return to that place. That many of us grew up with it is it is the American dream in a different format. And Chuck, thank you for joining us here today. I want to. I, I know we only have a few minutes left here, and I want to get to this next step of what people need to do, how they can find out more, because we need to really get this hope and now make it hope in action. I mean, we have to put one foot in front of the other, don't we? Here,
2: absolutely. I, the, the short answer is, uh, you know. The community-based business incubator. We've got five or six started now. We've got a half a dozen of them uh, interested. But you know, I'm willing to come into a community, whether it's a municipality or a state, and whether it's a governor, whether it's uh, the mayor or the uh, the business councils, and, and sit down and talk to them about jobonomics and, and show them the framework. The first the first step is to get the awareness. And in, in how do you set up a business incubator? We have dozens of organizations that can come out and actually do the training. There's short as a weekend, we can get you a person uh, for a few bucks. You know, I'm talking about a hundred bucks. You know, an EIN number and a website. But usually that's not enough. They need to know how you know to to do the the accounting and and all the legal and regulatory, how to incorporate, and and, and then and then there's also the social side. So we have teams that could come in from micro-business coaches to, uh, organizations, uh, the entrepreneurial things to, 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 set up and, and work that. But it's a public-private partnership and what we really need to get that is a champion. And each of these five, uh, community-based incubators that we've got going have all got a champion that, uh, that share the vision and, uh, and, and it's quite easy to, because once you have a champion and you got the underlying, uh, a vision of, of the jobonomics and job creation and startup. Each community will will uh, will will I tell you, it's surprising how fast they they rally the concept and uh, and, uh, and 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 make it happen.
1: Well, I think because it's very appealing. I mean, there's you know there's this sense of freedom, and uh, and what I love about it is there's no box that it fits in. What I mean by that, Chuck, and I want you to comment about this because I mean I think it's very inspiring to see what you've already done. The idea is that this is not a box that says you're limited to what you can do, what you can earn. I mean it really does allow for educated creative uh grassroots efforts that has a blueprint that you've created for people to follow. Yeah. Yeah,
2: let's, let's shift this over to one of the other ones that we're just trying to get started. Is the business ministries and the idea behind business ministries is to utilize the three hundred twenty-seven thousand churches out there. That doesn't have anything to do against the the, the temples or the mosques or anything out there, but they're just quite a few churches. Three, and right now they they're not engaged on the financially downtrodden, and we would like to mobilize the churches, especially for the 90 ers who are out there and have a spiritual problem and the spiritual problem as we define it is lack of hope, lack of self-esteem, they've been unemployed for so long. It's it's that whole spectrum. And how do we take these 99ers to make them uh, underemployed, to make them give them a job and then maybe even perhaps making a a career? How do we mobilize the have and the have-nots in a in a in a ministry type environment where people are caring for each other on a holistic basis? And and so whether we do that on a secular side through a community-based business incubator or we do it more on a spiritual side of a business ministry, it's all about community-based things, exploiting the talents that people have and encouraging the people and creating new talents that, you know, for, the, for the have-nots and, and, and figuring out how to get them employed rather than, than working with handouts, hand-up rather than handouts.
1: Well, and that's really what we're saying. You know, the the, first of all, let's really talk about what, you know, what we're looking at. We have people right now that are highly professional, know how to work, and just simply don't have an idea of how to go to the next level of what they do. Now, one of the things you did talk about earlier is this idea with women-owned businesses, and you're right, you know, there are women that have started in direct sales, whether it's selling healthy chocolate, you know, I have a friend that got on the healthy chocolate chocolate bandwagon a couple of years ago and is making thirty grand a month. Um there is something out there for people. What is it that you see is the greatest challenge right now for folks and what do we need to do to move beyond it?
2: I think we, the greatest challenge right now is one of vision. That's, as I said, the, the three economic scenarios. People are, 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 grasping for any bit of good news and saying the economy recovery is going to go back the way it's normal. It's, it's not going to go back over the way it's normal. The debt is too large, the other thing is. But that's not a, a bad thing. It's just, it's, it's a bad in one sense. But the good news is that we have a way to reinvent ourselves, and, and the way we're going to reinvent ourselves is not through manufacturing, going back to agriculture. It's this small business creation with broadband communications, and and providing. There's areas like uh, in-home services, for example. There right now in the baby boomers, there's only three million uh, uh, beds that are available for uh, uh, for uh, assisted care uh, living. Uh, they say by 2020 there's going to be 20 million in need of service so it is in-home services when you talk about women-owned businesses just being a mom and providing those i things is the skill that is exactly uh applicable to the in home and there's going to be a probably in the name of five to six million new jobs just in that area so how do we mobilize the community to create a call center in the aid of low-income main business to income uh, elder care? That's an easy one to start with.
1: Well, I mean, you know, this is, for for many people, you know, this is really a new way of of shifting. There's got to be now a, a new paradigm shift for the way we look about our lives and prosperity, and I want to thank you, Chuck, for joining us here today and asking you if there's a personal message, something you'd like to leave our listeners with.
2: Well, My personal message is I dedicate this to uh, our creator and those who create, and, uh, and I think that uh, the creativity in us, whether you call it creativity or entrepreneurialism mm-hmm. or whatever it is, that's, that's what makes America unique. And if we can trigger that creativity and entrepreneurialism, Especially uh, for the next generation, uh, it'll happen, and uh, and that's why the the concept of jobonomics is going uh, viral very good well because uh, they feel down deep that uh, it is a positive message, a message of hope, and uh, and, and a message of uh, revitalization and, and reorientation.
1: Absolutely, Chuck. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody out there. Uh, the book is called Jobonomics. If you go to the website jobonomics.com, dot You'll be able to find out lots more, and uh, and again, this is something you can get involved with. If you don't know the answers to uh, everything we've talked about, there's a forum for you all out there to get your questions, to get some help, and to take some action. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Um, I'm ready, fired up. Let's take back our lives. We'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By. To contact Dr. Pat, visit the drpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.